Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 239 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premiere video game podcast. Tonight, in this post-Christmas special episode, more Sifu, anyone? Question mark. Did we not have enough the first go-around? I didn't have any. Uh, cheaper Game Pass? Question mark. I would like to know this as well. Cesar sounds like you would like to know this as well. Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters update. I believe we had a rumor last time we brought this up. Amazon publishing the next Tomb Raider game. The Adventures of Bezos, maybe. Bezos Raider. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sounds weird. Wand of Bezos. Bezos. Oh, that's still weird. That's even weirder. Oh, Bezos, God. Faces of Evil. I don't know. I'm just using the Zelda CDI. I know. You, like you, just did, you did Wand of Bezos and then Bezos. Like, <laughs> yeah. Lara Croft in the Tomb of Bezos. <laughs> The Tomb of Bezos. That's not bad. Shadow of the Bezos. Shadow of the Bezos. Rise of the Bezos is the Bezos trilogy. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. The Bezos returns. Oh, man. Whatever this story is, it's, it's not as interesting as we made it. Yeah. <laughs> Bezos, Angel of Darkness. <laughs> oh, the bad one? Yes, the bad PS2 one. Man, and I've got some gaming magazines from, like, right before that was coming out. I was like, the new Lara Croft. It's improved. Everything's better. It's all this stuff. I actually have to play that one day and Bezos. see how bad it is. I bought it on PC, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I that for, like, two hours. Bezos what? Bezos for... Raider for the Engage. Hey, that was a good one, though. That, yeah, that was a that faithful pretty port. damn good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think we got that out of our system. Probably some good episode titles in there, though, and I don't have to go on 45 <laughs> minutes in for one. Yeah, it's right at the beginning. Yeah, and uh, Nintendo's... What was that, Cesar? Jesus, something right in the time stamp. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online Plus gets more Sega Genesis games. I am one of your hosts, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster, Brant McKee. What's up? And our resident page master and lore master, Cesar Concepcion the second. Oh. Gentlemen, how are you guys? Old. Uh, Old, yes, same. Did, did y'all have a very merry Christmas? I had yeah, a great so. four-day weekend, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone provided me with some uh, out-of-town adult beverages. That was a tasty surprise and delight. Did you have an adult? I haven't indulged in them yet, no. I needed Sad, to elaborate on that. Saddest story I ever heard. Uh, if I start them, they'll probably be gone, so... <laughs> we know how that goes. I do have to work tomorrow. That's what you're saying. Yes, yes. <laughs> work is soon. Work is soon. It's still on break, but work is very uh, work is dangerously close to being soon. Any gaming gifts? I'm trying to think of any. I think I've I think I've deterred people from getting me gaming stuff over the years if they don't like. If it's not something that somebody immediately knows, I'm hunting or. Like, I think I ruined my brother one time because he got me a game. And I was like, I think I can get that for a better deal. I was like, I'll return it. And then I got him uh, something, too. Yeah. No, but I, I got the game. I just got yeah. a better deal on it than he did or something. So I don't I don't know. I think I've ruined that for people at some point. I gave some games. The missus got a uh, Nintendo Switch Lite this year, which has turned into a dedicated Oddworld collection for her. So I just hear, like, the farting and the whistling and the... Follow me. I hear that from across the room <laughs> at all hours. Uh, she will literally charge it up until it's full battery and then run it all the way down playing Oddworld. And the light like this is my I messed with Cesar's when they first came out. I think Link's Awakening was one of the newer games. 
those lights that's a that's a great console man it's such a small compact device and it feels like a game boy like it feels like a ds or something but plays all your switch games with that smaller screen it looks really really sharp she got that and outer worlds being a fallout fan Brent, you were saying you now have Crisis Core or access to Crisis Core? (laughs) (laughs) I have Crisis Core for PS5. My son got it for for Switch along with a bunch of other games. Oh, what else did he rack up with? Oh, gosh. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3 and 5 for Switch. Um, Persona 5 Strikers. Uh, Klonoa. RPG Christmas. Ooh, Klonoa is a good one. Um, he got a, oh, 3DS version of Majora's Mask. The definitive, that's the best way to play, right? Mm-hmm. Which of all the things I got him, I was like, I, I something tells me he'll play that first. And I'll be damned if that wasn't the first thing he popped, popped in and in started Majora's playing. Mask. Has he ever played Majora's Mask <clears throat> on something else? No, he's, he's, uh, I think he's, he tried to play it at one point. Yeah. Um, because he had, of course, access to my game collection. Of course, he has the uh, probably made the same mistake I did. Popped in that uh, GameCube Zelda collection disc and tried to play it on there. And that version is terrible. What's so, so bad about that one? I remember hearing like some hit and miss opinions on that. Collection. Uh, it's it's known to be slower and and be prone to like crashes and things like that. So, gotcha. Um. But he, it is progressive scan, if I remember right. That was an advantage. Yeah, it's not bad, yeah. as far as that goes. Right. Um. He's getting it's it's not here yet, but he's getting an upgraded uh, memory card for his Vita. Awesome. And of course, he wants to to buy some stuff off the the PS5 store because he's like, I know Persona uh three and four come out on the uh on switch and everywhere else uh, next year. But you know, they're probably going to be 39 or 40 something dollars where they're like 20 bucks on, on the uh, Nintendo <laughs> or on the, the PSN store. And uh, he's, he scares me. This age he's, scares me. He's already, he's already uh, played persona Four golden. Cause that was one of his first games for the Vita it, yeah. for the Vita. So he's looking at persona, um, three portable on there so mine got a uh, link's awakening for their switch oh. one of a uh, good old dad's favorites um sonic mania uh sonic team racing which didn't seem very popular immediately like not super excited about that one but we'll figure that out and what was that S- story of seasons you remember the subtitle for that one cesar back to nature or something <laughs> I guess I can remember. I don't remember. It came with a cow for Xbox One. The theme song is a banger. <laughs> but that seems to be a hit so far, so I was gonna bring it up in games played, but that it seems better mentioned in Christmas gifts. It's one of those new new age harvest moons, but it's the story of the story of seasons, right? Yeah. Forty minutes yeah. of theme song just looping over and over again. Yeah. As they pick weeds out of the field. I knew there was something I was forgetting. He got Cowabunga Collection, too. Yes. I gifted a Cowabunga Collection and a Capcom Fighting Collection. I've bought multiple, multiple copies of both of those games. I have done my support. 
<laughs> so that's our, our support of Dark Stalkers for you. I've been supporting Dark Stalkers since the 90s, and I've been disappointed. <laughs> uh, that was actually for a friend of the show, Robbie. And the first thing he said when he looked at it was like, doesn't this one have Dark Stalkers? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> I got him the Xbox One version of that. I think that was his best way to play uh, that collection. Mm. And it was the only one on sale at the time. I'm getting wary of, like, I like double dipping for the Switch stuff, but I'm wary of certain games now at this point for Switch. Yeah. It makes me nervous. Crash is piping up back there. Crash, what do you think about the Switch? Oh, that's somebody yelling in the hall. Snowball. Come in, Snowball. Snowball. There we go. I was going to run down the list, Brent. All right, let's get into this news. I actually have an iPad that won't crash on me for once. Hmm. So the other one that you refuse to upgrade until they remove the old iOS upgrade option for you? <laughs> oh, man. By then, one of those M1 Airs is going to drop in my wheelhouse, and then I'll I'll jump on it. I'll I'll seal the deal. More Sifu said the news. This comes from Saramano at Gamatsu. Sifu coming to Xbox Series, Xbox One, and Steam in March 2023 alongside Arena's update. Uh, Slow Clap will release Sifu for all the Xboxes and PC via Steam in March 2023 alongside new Arenas mode. Arenas will support nine stylish new maps, each featuring exclusive new challenges of varying difficulty levels, adding multiple hours of the classic Sifu gameplay fans have come to love. Slow Clap exclaimed. Explained. (laughs) Oh, I like them exclaiming it much better than explaining it. Yeah, Sorry, Sal, made an editor's note. Uh, successfully completing the arenas will progressively unlock a massive new batch of modifiers, which doubles the amount currently available in-game, and notably brings alternate moves to the Kung Fu palette of our main character. Completing the new arenas challenges will also unlock new cheats and exclusive new outfits. Sauramanu of Gamatsu fame also notes that right now, Sifu is available for PS5, PS4, Switch, and PC via the Epic Games Store. The Epic Games Store qualification only applies to the PC one, of course. Look forward to more Sifu. Did you guys try this one out? Sifu's a great game. Mm-hmm. I've got it for PS5. Yeah, I thought I remembered Brant talking about it, but it gets uh, we talk about games every week. It gets lost in the shuffle. Will Sifu mention any of the Game of the Year stuff? No. Did it come out, it come out last year? That was this uh, year, right? It's this year, yeah. It's just been re-released on so many fucking different platforms at different times. It's confusing, so... Right, this uh, rollout, it's always like, whoa, didn't this already come out before? Like, I'm oh, sure when Death Stranding is coming oh, to Steam, Steam. it's going to be oh. a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Xbox next year. I'm like, what the hell is happening with Steam? <laughs> and it broke. Y'all saw it was free on Epic Game Store. It, like, broke the Epic Game Store. <laughs> <laughs> Death Stranding did. Uh, next up, Microsoft could introduce a cheaper ad-supported Game Pass tier, survey suggests. Survey suggests. Ray says. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is Jordan Midler at VideoGamesChronicle.com. The survey, which appeared on Reset Era, spot, spotted by Windows Central, appears to ask whether players would be willing to pay lower amounts than the standard Game Pass monthly fee in exchange for some limitations on the subscription. One option would see uh, players pay a lower fee but have access to first-party Xbox titles on a delay, which could be as much as six months. Eee, what would be the point of that? I mean, I it's know, already man. it's already a decent value, but I understand if you don't if people aren't looking for that, they're not looking for that. Yeah. I, I don't know, Richard. That may that may suit us, man. I only use Game Pass for Halo, so very recently, right as I talked about this either last episode or two mm-hmm. episodes ago, like very recently, 
my my kids have like wanted to check out stuff on Game Pass, and it's like ah. And then it was just like they've they've put so much of their service into that. Like it's weird to, like I had Master Chief Collection, I had the digital copy, but I didn't have live now all of a sudden, so I couldn't be in a party chat with somebody, and I couldn't play the multiplayer. So it was like some of that stuff is caught up in there. Like, are you okay, Cesar? Maybe you're okay with just Xbox Live and the sixty dollars a year or whatever. So uh, at this point, I'm okay with just firing up Steam and no money. And not even that. Yeah, you uh, said you might look at the Steam out. I, I, I think I'm going to end up just going to Steam. A reduced tier could also see integrated ads as part of the service. However, it's not clear how these ads would manifest. While the survey is not guaranteed to happen, blah, blah, blah. Phil Spencer says the subscriber base has slowed down on the console despite strong PC adoption. As of January 2022, Game Pass has have, has over 25 million subscribers. You would think as they sell more hardware, though, that there will be more of those subscribers. Uh, Game Pass subscriptions inclu- increased 159% year over year. And with cloud gaming, we're transforming how games are distributed, played, and viewed. More than 20 million people have used the service to stream games to date. That was uh, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella. Who also spoke at a conference I was recently at. That was very strange to see this individual. But he's huh. head of Microsoft, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Cesar, I, I think you might have an argument. Because I really just paid it for it to be a convenience, right? So that my stuff would just work again. And I didn't have to figure out how to make it work without having to pay. <laughs> and then I got it down to like $8 a month, so. Uh, we'll see. It all depends when the actual first party game starts coming. Yeah. And on that note, we were supposed to have all that stuff by now, right? Where's all those studio yeah. acquisitions churning out that stuff? It's not there. Brent, have you been waffling on Game Pass, or do you are you kind of up in there with it? Or I mean, I recently I recently upgraded to Game Pass Ultimate over over Gold because it was you know a couple of dollars more, and um, I forget exactly what made me do it. But I just wanted to. I, I tried it, and I haven't downgraded since. But honestly, yeah, I haven't really used it to its full potential. There's every now and then. There's something. Um, I think I really I liked the idea of XCloud. Is is one of the reasons I, I adopted it yep. as being able to take those games on the go. But again, they're you you're better on a, a strong home Wi-Fi network or something like that rather than even attempting to play something on a even a strong 5g signal yeah you can tell it's not quite there but you can tell mm-hmm. even even sometimes in decent wi-fi you can still tell right like i talked about before sometimes you'll get that like screen refresh scroll come across the come across the the game and stuff and it's just, just to remind you you're playing through mm-hmm. a portal of some kind well, this we've seen other streaming. I mean, this is all just a subscription, right? And a, a blank blank is a service. This is a games yep. as a service. So we've seen them introduce different tiers. And I think right now you only have like Game Pass. You have Game Pass for PC and then you have Game Pass Ultimate, which is all that stuff. So yeah. is there a difference between I guess Ultimate is the is the big upgrade with all of it? Yeah. But uh more i mean more tiers invites more user base growth so i guess that's something they will look at i mean there's a reason netflix did it or a reason disney did it you know add in those ad tiers and see what sort of revenue increase that includes yeah but netflix like you 
like you said, I think they're doing that similar thing where they're price locking some of their shows for that uh, supported ad tier too. Right. You don't you don't get full access to their whole catalog for a certain amount of time. <laughs> right. Or whatever it was like six six ninety nine a month or something like that. I can't remember what, how much yeah. it was. I never knew when we like went into the streaming and we we should predict anything that's happening with this is coming to these gaming services, right? So I never thought that it would get to these like these weird tiers and then like HBO is losing their own content out of there because they're putting it on other platforms and just the way things the way things have gone with with stuff or that Apple would dive into this and have their own TV subscription and such. And by the MLS games, the MLS games next year. Oh, Renee's on Twitch as well. <laughs> Renee, our, our constant supporter. All right, uh, next I'll, up. I'll wait for Brand to start his streaming service, and then I'll just do that. <laughs> Off his servers at home. Brand.tv? Yeah, it's like, oh, man, he has everything. I wonder how long this will last. Brand.tv. We have everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tagline. Yeah. Retro games, hot tubs, and cats and cones. <laughs> it's, you're not a pirate if you don't get caught. That's it. <laughs> Come sail the high seas. All right, uh, somebody tell me about this uh, Pixel Remaster fiasco. Okay, so we had talked about the fact that the these Pixel Remaster games had showed up. On the ESRB ratings, adding um, the platforms Nintendo Switch and PS4, uh, and over it was last, a rumor last time, right? Yeah, it was. It yeah. was just they showed up and then they disappeared. So everybody basically assumed that we would get this drop um, to Maybe. line up with with the 35th anniversary, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, so first of all, I'll go over what's in the article. So uh, Andy Robinson at Video Games Chronicle. Um, the Pixel remasters were officially announced uh, for Nintendo Switch, PS4, and coming spring 2023. Of course, that's the six-game collections. Um, they announced it, I want to say it was like 1 a.m. our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and decided to drop. Yeah, they 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 <laughs> did announce a physical edition. Oh God, uh, that's what I was trying to allude to something. <laughs> two physical, two physical editions. Uh, a just regular physical and like a uh, special edition, kind of like collector's edition kind of thing. Um, they decided to do all of this. Specifically through their Square Enix store. You could not buy it on Amazon or anything else. Um, their store the, sucks. Yeah. Basically, so, you have to spend like uh, usually like $120 or something crazy to get free shipping. And I don't think that was even an option on this one, no, right? No. Yeah. <clears throat> Holy shit, I was just um, send me an email. Cause I, can I just fly there and pick it up? It's almost the yeah. same cost. I'm like, the, it's cheaper. The, I'll get a trip out of it. The regular yeah. physical edition uh, is $75. They, they're... Um, very fixated on that that price point. I guess that's the same price that it sells for digitally on uh, Steam. Um, and then 75 also specifically, huh? Seventy five. Uh, and then the collector's edition was two hundred and sixty dollars. Sure. Uh, and 
what the lowest amount of shipping you could choose was twenty five dollars. So you're talking a hundred dollars or basically three hundred. And it and it took the money immediately. It didn't even oh, yeah. say we'll, we'll pay when it ships. Took it out of your account. Oof. Uh, the 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 collector's edition, of course, includes the physical version of whichever game you chose for whichever console. Uh, anniversary edition goods box, a bonus uh, lenticular sleeve for the game package, a two disc vinyl record set. Featuring newly arranged game music with exclusive cover artwork. They're picture discs. Uh, a special compiled art book showing beautiful character pixel art. Uh, and eight stylized pixel art character figures uh, <laughs> in window packaging. Oh, boy. Okay, so that's a good collection. Yes, it is. Uh, I don't know and... if that's $260 good. And I'm sure most people were very excited to get their hands on it. Um, and they sold out pretty much immediately out of every single one. They were excited to get their hands on it and put it on eBay. They're all over eBay. Uh-huh. They are all over eBay. And then what? It was – we went with two days um, after this where they were kind of like waffling. You could go to the website and get your name on like a list uh, to where I guess to be notified if they came back in stock mm-hmm. and they came, they briefly came back in and out of stock for like two days. And when I say that, I don't mean two full days. I mean, like they went up for, you know, a couple two minutes occurrences each, each on, day. On, on different days yeah. and immediately sold out. And there's no sign of them ever, ever coming back. So yeah, I think I was in the the Kroger shopping center as I was uh, getting groceries for the week, and when they were like, "Oh, it's back in stock," and I had them both in my cart, I'm sitting there like a dumbass in the middle of the aisle as they said, "All right, we got to put you on a on a waiting thing for ten minutes." And I waited there for ten minutes, and then I went there to purchase, and it's like, "Oh, you lost everything on your cart. These items are no longer available." I was like, "All right, cool." I was like, "That's great." So, <laughs> neither one. I thought you got the regular edition. No, that's, I was trying to get the regular one. I wasn't buying on the $300 version. I was like, hell no. Oh, okay. So one of each was a PS4 copy and a Switch copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to get one of each. That, that, that was my goal. but. And they're not making these available anywhere else? Nope. Once they're gone, they're gone, they said. And it's limited quantity, so. And all these memes were coming out saying, Square Enix will get you to buy this and this and this and this. But the one thing people really, really want physical copies of... They're doing the whole dangle tees, Nintendo <sighs> bullshit, uh, forced scarcity crap. They, they they could have easily produced millions of copies and sold them. I, I think even if they would have kept, if they were so fixated on that $70 price point, I think they still could have moved it off shelves. I really yeah. do. Because there are so many people that want that. I mean, all, all they could have really done is do an open pre-order. Like, all right, we're going to make so many of these. Just get your order in two weeks. It. Limited run easy. style. Yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't even do that. So. This is oh, it, it's just another in a line of questionable moves that Square Enix has been making. They did the what they did the first soldier uh, battle royale thing and that already shut down. Uh, yep, they had Babylon Babylon's Fall, which bombed and is shutting down next year. Um. The, Which we the, talked friend of the show Zach into buying, and he put like thirty hours <laughs> into it waiting on us. Did he the, really? Uh, 
<laughs> He's like, think? it's a good game. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I was enjoying the. Yeah, it was a good ass game. <laughs> you enjoyed it? The two hours I put in there, yeah, I was like, I was waiting for you guys, but I might just go without there. Uh, I after the first of the year, we probably do need to go ahead and boot it up and yeah, just go ahead and get it done. Yep, let's put a stream out there. Pick a day. Let's play Yep, I'm okay with it too. Uh, since we're all off next Monday, that maybe that's a thing. So sorry, you said you got to put two hours into it to get to the co-op. Yeah, it's like uh, you got to do a tutorial like all. Oh, this is how you <laughs> oh, all how you dodge things. All oh. this kills it's like me. every other game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the late another late th- uh, thing was the Chocobo Racing. They were you know doing the whole live service seasons with that and they are announcing that all the live service stuff is closing down so unlike babylon's fall though you'll still be able to purchase and play that game just fine without all that it's just that the store is going away where they sell i don't know different customizations for the carts or something i never the store and then like the season stuff right like yeah they've got seasons of the chocobo gp stuff Mm-hmm. I think you're supposed to be able to unlock it now naturally in the game. Like you're supposed to. Like you can pay for the shortcuts and just get it more quickly. But it's like it's like it. It's like uh, you have to like fucking win so many races just to unlock shit. Like, they kind of force you like, oh, if I buy the Chocobo Wing currency, it unlocks up quicker. So I can play now. I can get to play Leon immediately. Pay to win. Yeah. Are all the favorite characters like Steiner and all the ones you would want? Are they behind the seasonal stuff? I don't even look. I, 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 Brand, don't worry about. It. I'll get to that later, Brand. But I <laughs> talk about GP as a grand champion. He went out on top like Elway. <laughs> I beat sixty people. I beat him down. Um, but just I think we're all in the same boat uh, as SSR said uh, on our group chat that now we just have to wait to see if uh, Asia gets the uh the reprints that they sometimes do yep. we can get them off play asia or um amazon japan or something i know for a fact that in japan and europe there are all they're all square enix exclusives in their stores and they're already sold out so japan's the same way so our only hope is uh is uh can't say it on here but Taiwan. pacific islands we can't say taiwan yeah we're banned from china now we all are but uh, oh, thank you for that. So, yeah. <laughs> that place that is not China, that is also China. But I think the the ones that come from uh, Asia are always from Taiwan. They got a they got a square yeah. office there. So those. I, so think, those can... I think Brand has made uh, poos of the Winnie's jokes before. I think we're already banned, and he wasn't talking about Kingdom Hearts playthroughs. We've been banned for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I got everything hooked up over here on a VPN. VPN router, so you're safe. You don't know where we're coming from. We'll just get John Cena in here talking about ice cream in Chinese, and we'll be good. Bing chilling. That should work too. Next up, Amazon has signed the next Tomb Raider game from Crystal Dynamics. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos said, "Get over here, Laura Croft." Come raid my tomb. Uh, oh, God. This comes from Andy Robinson at VideoGamesChronicle.com. Uh, the firm's game arm, games arm, the firm's. God, that was the that was like the evil. This is firm. just getting worse and worse. I know it was the evil firm from uh, the John Grisham book. They were bad. The firm's games arm will publish the next single player entry in the Lara Croft series. 
The multi-platform title developed by Crystal Dynamics, which was recently sold to Embracer Group by former parent Square Enix, will be built alongside Amazon from development all the way through publishing. That would have been a good get for their Luna service, right? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming this going to be on there for them. Yeah. The new entry will be a single-player narrative-driven adventure that continues Lara Croft's story from the previous games, the pair said. It includes all the elements of made Tomb Raider, one of the most revered franchises in gaming, giving players control of the confident and multidimensional hero, Lara Croft, in an environment that rewards exploration and creative pathfinding with mind-bending puzzles to solve and a wide variety of enemies to face and overcome. Oh, God. I, some of these descriptions, I was laughing through that last <laughs> one, too. It's like, what's a Tomb Raider game? Uh, it's a confident, multi-dimensional hero in an environment that rewards exploration and creative pathfinding with mind-bending puzzles to solve and a wide variety of enemies to face and overcome. And gruesome deaths. <laughs> they should have added that because that's a defining trademark. But I just described Mario 64. I just described the original Le- Legend of Zelda. I just described Mega Man. I mean, <laughs> the most generic... They, so you're saying they went out there and just got the... All right, pull up the template. Get the template. All right, just throw in... Uh, or the, stuff and put in Tomb Raider in there. And, all right, post the template. Or what is that AI thing? GPT script or something like that? Have y'all seen some of those examples? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy insane. Whew. Like somebody's... Uh, did I talk about this already? Putting in the... Talking about playing a Nintendo? How the best way to play a Nintendo in 2023 or something like that? Mm-mm. The AI literally spit out, you can use a new modern TV, but you'll need something like an upscaler. And or it said, or a good way to do it is to get an older uh, cathode ray tube TV. The way games are meant to be played from that era. And it like it <laughs> broke them into paragraphs and it like it had an argument to it and everything. I was like, holy shit. These things are legit. Time to go back to school. I'm ready to write some papers. <laughs> you almost went in essays ever. Back, baby. Beat the machine. All right, more Tomb Raider is a good thing, right? Tomb Raider needs to be in gaming. And this is the best iteration of Tomb Raider we've had? Yeah. I think Angel of Darkness is really the only misstep because the original ones were well-received. Maybe the the annual franchise burnout thing led on. But then we got... What was that trilogy for like 360-some PS3, some Wii... It was Anniversary. Damn, that first one came out on Xbox, the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. Underworld was one of them. Legend, yeah, Tomb Raider Legend. There it is. Those were those were well, well received. Those were good Tomb Raider games. But this newer Crystal Dynamics one is, uh, is really awesome. Uncharted style. Uh, last but not least in news... I've got the wrong article pulled up. Someone's got to grab this one. If, the, if there's uh, only one... Yeah, we just <laughs> it's uh four more Sega Saturn or Sega Saturn. Oh, I wish. Oh, now we're I talking. Wish. This is news. Uh, breaking. We're going live to breaking news correspondent Brant McKee. Brant, what Sega Saturn games are coming to Switches Online expansion? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, I see Virtual Fighter too. It checks out. <laughs> technically, if you have a modded Switch, you can put just about any Sega Saturn game on there because of uh, what was that Cotton uh, Saturn tribute had the. Uh, Emulator. Saturn emulator in there. People were just plugging, plugging things in there, and it was just working. That reminds me that uh, we were talking about that scalable engine a couple weeks ago. Did they have Saturn working on that stuff, like on Switch? Was it the Carbon Engine? Carbon Engine. I mm. think 
They got a PS1 and I don't know about Saturn. Yeah. Was that limited runs thing? Yeah. Okay, because uh, Mike, Micah's crew at Digital Eclipse has another. They have an engine like that, too. I can't remember the name of that one specifically. But it scales the same way, and they can keep adding to it. Yeah. They've got some stuff in the works, too. I can't wait for these new... Uh, they keep teasing announcements this next year, both limited run <laughs> and digital clips. It's like, damn, Richard, show us something. Answer your question. They said on their website, currently supports NES Famicom, uh, SNES Super Famicom. Genesis, Mega Drive, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Game Gear, Master System, Sega CD, Mega CD, and PlayStation are coming. So no Saturn yet mentioned? No. Saturn's notoriously harder to emulate, so Saturn's difficult. Uh, but the the Genesis, there's four more games uh actually being added to Nintendo Switch's online Good. Genesis or Mega Drive. Good games library. too. And and uh, after you read the four, Brent, if y'all know me well, you will know my favorite of these four. <laughs> so we have Golden Axe Two, Alien Storm, Columns. Solid title. Or Solid title. Virtua Fighter 2. Also a solid title. Not like the Saturn one, but very admirable for Genesis. They're all actually really, really good titles. Which one of those four games is my favorite, though? You love columns. Come on. Everybody (laughs) knows you love columns. Give this man some columns. Tetris, who needs it when you got columns? We know you love about Genesis is columns and uh, Ultra Beast. (laughs) Rawr from your grave. (laughs) <laughs> it's a fun romp man but imagine just being stuck with that like that's your title so like, oh god you could beat it in 45 minutes like, oh my god oh. No. i have played through it it's much more fun co-op obviously the hijinks that ensue uh what is alien storm is that like um i can't remember if that's like a contra type thing Oh yeah, it's a it's a brawler of sorts. Yeah. Yeah, these are four really good games. All right, thank you, Cesar. Once again, it's, uh, it's always a reminder to thank Cesar for Nintendo Switch Online Plus every time it rolls around. <laughs> yes. Give us Goldeneye, you cowards! Why did they not give I, us Goldeneye yeah. during holidays? It was a perfect time, right? And we already went past the anniversary. Did, wasn't somebody talking about the anniversary before? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, we it's, went steamrolling right past that. The new uh, Metroid Prime remaster. Just keep dangling in front of us and we've never seen it. Yeah, I read a, a Verge article yesterday about somebody playing Metroid Prime Trilogy on Steam Deck and I'm inching closer, ever closer <laughs> to the Steam Deck. I realize I play a lot of stuff portably. It's not recently. Hey, let's talk about what we've been playing. It's our next segment, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, if you're new here, hell of a segue. Look at that. If you're new here, we talk about games we play. Sometimes. And I typically talk about Halo Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not new here, we talk about games we play, and I typically talk about Halo Infinite. Um. Oh shit! There was a winter update for Halo. Winter contingency. Brent, have you played any of it? I have not. Grant, I didn't until two nights ago, and it is a 10-tier battle pass of sorts. Okay. Level 10 gets you a Santa hat. 
hat of oh. of which Cesar is already sporting and which I saw I immediately had to have. So I'd say within about two hours, I'm at level eight. So it will not take long to get to the Santa hat for your Spartan character. Oh, we had some fun. No new modes. I think Team Snipers right now is the is the featured thing, which we didn't play. We play. We've been playing a lot of tactical and well. When I get on, yeah, Renee, I think uh, Cesar and Renee have been playing a lot of tactical recently. Uh, more so, I think we played again last night, but then we switched to the Fiesta because we were getting our asses handed to us in tactical. And Fiesta, oh, when that, it wasn't I'm going a, well. I don't know when I play Fiesta, man. I'm getting near like. Four. You're, you're doing what now? Getting 20 kills, five deaths when I play Fiesta. Damn. Getting rockets? Uh, no, I never get rockets. They always give me two handguns. They give me the fucking two. <laughs> and you go off with them or you're throwing grenades I or what? It, I make it work, man. I'm sitting there repelling people off cliffs all the time now. So. I got, That's a good tactic. I got pretty good now just uh, when I got the repeller. It's just when people start, I let them come to, as close as they can to me, the hammer, and it's like, and you just get pissed. Like, with the hammer? Yeah. <laughs> the swinging in midair? Yeah. As, as they back away from you? As I'm gunning them down. <laughs> oh, I love this strategy. I love this strategy. I get that, and I'm always looking to swap it out. I need to start using that more. It's a pretty good tactic. It's my favorite now because I like I like seeing the terror in their eyes. They're like, oh, swinging in the air, swinging with the sword like this. Oh, Renee says yes. Twenty four hammers. Did y'all run into someone that was twenty four hammers? Holy shit! Yeah, we did. On on uh, the match we went on there, I think the one of the last ones on there. I'm like. They put me in the middle of the uh, the map, and I'm running through. I was like, holy shit, everybody in the opposite team has hammers. They're all in there, like, just hammering. Four hammer brothers. Going like, How did they all get hammered? <laughs> holy shit. Were y'all playing Griff Ball? I don't know, was man. It it was Griff Ball from Halo 3? It was a fucking training ground. It's like, they all running down the center with hammers. I was like, what the hell, man? <laughs> Give me two handguns. They all got hammers in there. I'm like, hammers are What are you supposed to do with that? Did you have your repel thing? I No, because I died instantly. I was like, as soon as I, I thought I got away from one, somebody hammered. Yeah. Halo continues to be good. Now I feel like I'm not the one dragging everybody into it. Like, there's other people hitting me up. Hey, when are you getting on? Hey, let's get on, man. Renee's bad about it, too. Renee's the worst influence out of all of us, I think. I jumped on last night, and I was like, uh, where's everybody else at? I don't know. Uh, I think it's just me and you, man. Oh, I lit up Russell. I sent him, like, 45 messages. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he got on like, super <laughs> late. When I was on. I don't think he even joined with us, so I don't even know if he got on afterwards, though. Oh really? He made it. Yeah. I mean, he made it sound like in that thread, like he was playing. Okay. He said he was watching uh, Yellowstone. He's wait, he was waiting for one of us to light the beacon. That's right, that prequel thing. Um. So I got on there. I was waiting for. I saw Cesar. Cesar had just got home, so I was kind of waiting for him to settle on, settle in, that sort of thing. Um. You guys have been talking about Psychonauts, right? And I've had it since the original Xbox came out, and I have never played a minute of Psychonauts. So I had already downloaded off Game Pass, and it was. You know, it's like five gigs or something. It's not a major big install. So I pretty much went in blind, except for what you guys, what you, Renee said he's about to play Halo now. He pisses off Russell. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's the case, but it's funny. Uh, <coughs> so I go in blind with Psychonauts, except what you guys have talked about. Not really. I mean, we, we describe stuff and it will pique your interest. Like, I need to check that out, man. But if it's not like. You know, this is a turn-based game, or this is a Mario 3-esque platformer, or something like that. It's 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 m more difficult to wrap your mind around. I guess that's the right Psychonauts connotation. There you go. That'll be my lead on my story, on my review for Psychonauts. Good one. But, um, 
I didn't realize, like, for an original Xbox game, there's so much, like, to this game. There's so much polish. It was, and this was a Majesco title. I was like, holy crap. And apparently when I was researching, it killed Majesco because it was a commercial failure despite being, like, I remember when it released, people in the store were talking about how great it was. But even just, like, picking, uh, your main character's name is Raz, and he's crashing this Psychonauts camp where people are training to become Psychonauts, where they can go into brains and memories and things like that. And it seems like the levels are going to be these memories and brains and and issue issues maybe, but there's a whole lot of stuff. This game came out in 2004 or five, and it's a bunch of stuff about like positive mentality and staying ahead of yourself. And there's just like some deep elements too that I wasn't quite ready for. Um, but the polish, like I was saying, your your character name Rasputin or Raz. And even just picking out the save profile, you're in this camp and you're picking like a bunk in the camp and you can move around and Raz like jumps into the different levels of the bunk, depending on which save profile you pick. But it's full of eccentric characters and the music has been great. Uh, The platforming is a little weird in that late, you know, mid 2000s ish platforming way. I cannot wait to play Psychonauts 2 after this one. Like Psychonauts 2 is really, really fucking good. It's one of my favorite platformers. And I can just imagine, like, the scale. This is an Xbox game. The original Xbox and PS2. It was on PS2, right? And PC. But, like, the scale of these levels and the stuff they're doing. And um, there's a bunch of currencies in there. There's, like, little... There's figments that you can get throughout the level, which is, like, almost like a Christmas tree neon trace of something that it seems like... I've only done, like, the war level, but it seems like it's associated with whatever brain or memory I'm in, right? And the first level is the coach, like you're in the coach's head. So you're going through his, apparently he had like some war PTSD or something. And there was a cannon you have to face off against and stuff. And it's just, man, it's wild. And the characters are descriptive. And when you're moving around as Raz, like going, when I went to the coach's um, area, you're, you have like a school campus. And I'm hoping like all the levels are kind of scattered around this campus. Um, but when you're going into his classroom, he looks at each one of the students like they don't just it's not just a blanket NPC that you can hit a next to and talk to. Um, he moves like his head moves towards them, almost like Wind Waker or something. You know how Link would see a weapon and he you'd see his eyes like looking at the weapon and stuff. It's got a very um, modern feel to how you interact with the characters and how it moves around. But it's been awesome so far. I, it was one of those where I was like. Uh, I finished that little bit. I'll just save here. But then each each plat part of the platforming I've done on just the first level is like totally different from the last one. I was climbing ladders and uh, going up ropes and trying to uh, dodge bombs that were coming at me. And the next one I was jumping on this netting and trying to get across like a big was that like a mountain thing like going up a ship and all these uh, wartime things are going off and bombs are flying everywhere and. Man, that's bizarre. <laughs> Very good. I, it, it, it gets better. Were, yeah, and you guys were bad. raving about it, and I just I can't believe how good it is. Um, there was a character. His name is Duran, Doran or something like that. It's a little flat-looking guy with Dugan. shoes. Dugan, that's him. Dugan, yeah. And uh, so you meet him. He's the first one of the first characters you meet, and... Um, He's a little skittish, like he wants to get out. Raz is trying to fight to get in the psychonaut training thing. He's trying to get out. He wants to go home. And there's a scene where I'm I'm just walking around the little school campus area. 
and it's all outdoors. And he's off in the corner. And I'm like, let me go talk to him because he was in that intro part. And there's these squirrels around him. And he's like, the squirrels are threatening me. <laughs> and uh, Raz is like, okay, man, just just do your thing, whatever. And um, then you walk you walk off. And Raz is looking over his shoulder like, okay, just do your thing. And he like raises the squirrels up in the air. And then the neck, the end of the cutscene is like these pieces of squirrel are like raining down from the sky. <laughs> and you could go back and talk to him and it's different dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's uh, but the writing and the humor, and I didn't want to miss anything. And sometimes when you go back to these older titles, I like I play all my games with subtitles on, and we're getting into this new age of like God of War and the Last of Us remake and Last of Us Part Two. Like they're so leaning into accessibility, and more people are able to play games certain ways. Right? I'm lucky enough so far. My main issue is is being able to hear like the dialogue and stuff that's going on. But I do that with movies and 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 uh, TV and stuff too. I want to be able to hear what they're saying, even if it's not super clear. Um, I feel like I miss stuff like in the background and things like that. But you can turn subtitles on in this game, and everything's um, when the characters are doing their their voice acting. There'll be like a little picture of the character, and then it's not just it doesn't just have like the name. But it'll have the picture of the character, and then it'll have their script right out next to it. So I thought that was a great touch, but it it plays wonderfully on this backwards compatible uh, Game Pass version. I still love seeing the original the Xbox boot that comes up. That's cool. I wish all backwards compatible stuff did that. It'd be really neat. Um, Psychonauts is good, man. I want to play Psychonauts right now. It's excellent. Uh, but for this. For the sake of time and saving my voice, I still have the cough from last week, so it it didn't improve much, but I, I do at least have the energy now. So but those are uh, those are my games played. I'll hand it off to you two guys. Uh, I haven't played much outside of we already discussed Halo, and I don't, can't think of anything outside of I mean, most of the games. Yeah, freaking Renee keeps sucking us into Halo. Like two in the morning. Last night was like two in the morning too. Also, so uh, I'm glad I didn't stay up. Also, freaking tired. I did. Uh, I did. We did stream one, I think it was what, on Christmas, Christmas Day, right? Yeah. Christmas Eve, Christmas, I can't remember which one. Everything's been in blur the last couple of days, so I can't remember. Um, didn't play too bad on that one. But for me, just to reiterate what yeah, I was like 16 and 5 or something on one of those rounds. I was like, hell yeah, go Cesar. Yeah. Um, outside of that, like Brant said, Chocolate GP is shutting down. I was like, man, I bought that physical copy from PlayAsia. I never fired it up in there. I was like, let me just put it in here and see what it looks like. So uh, I didn't even dock it. I put it right here because I was in the middle of studying. I was like, I'll take a break and fuck around with it just to see what I would actually lose if I opened it up and see what they were taking away from their right. pay-to-win uh, menu in there. But like when you go in there, there's like 85 different currencies. Like you get gold coins, lock certain shit there. You get uh, tickets to unlock certain things here. And then the paid stuff's like these blue chocobo wings. I'm like, oh, it's so confusing. God, I hate it's stuff like that. that. Like it's never so fucking clear. So I was like, I don't know, man. I went ahead and jumped online. And um, so the way it, it gives you different options. So you can do like different tiers. So I think I chose uh, 64 players online. It didn't take long to match them all up, which was surprising. It, it's like the first, they find the first 64. It probably took like five minutes after it gets the, that group locked in there. It moves pretty mm-hmm. quickly. So it's eight matches of eight people. Uh, that's their little tournament style. So that's the first thing. So I think in that stage, mine was a cheapified version of Midgar. 
uh, where I played uh, One Winged Angel as I just raced around on loop. Um, so you have to get into... How did the music sound? Was it good? It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would just keep playing that just for the music, man. Um, you have to get the top four to advance to the next tournament bracket. So I think on the first... All, all the matches, I got fourth place. There was one video I showed Richard where I was in fifth place because somebody had blew a whole bunch of shit at me, like Mario Kart style towards the finish line. And I grabbed whatever their equivalent of like a, just like a death character, which is like their equivalent of a blue, blue turtle shell. So I launched it at the guy, and the guy's like right there at the finish line, and it just stopped him fourth place, and he couldn't get started up again. And I crossed him and got fourth place. And, <laughs> I, and I knew that dude was pissed because I, I recorded the video and I showed it to Rich. I got to post it online. I'll send it to you, Brent. Yeah, put, like that a, on, put that on Instagram. It's a pretty good finish. Yeah, it's like a, I, I know that dude was probably so pissed because he I, he's out the tournament after that. I advanced to the next stage. So I, I had consistently got fourth place until the final tournament, which I got first place. And then I got became grand champion. And I was like, all right, I'm never playing this ever. <laughs> so I'm go like, out on, go top. Out on top. I got photos, man. I got photos. I'm going to post the photos and it's, it's there for the to see. I'm one to know, man. I'm like, uh, I'm not the Denver Broncos. But um, it's uh, it's. It's, it's not bad. I mean, I don't think it's like a Mario Kart killer because as you go around, you you there's different stuff. So you can you can hold on to like I think three items and, and you're cool. They can launch at different times. And I think the one that interests me the most is like a fucking portal one. So you throw out a portal and it moves you forward in the map because it throws out an exit point in the race. But I think people realize that. So whenever they see somebody throw down a portal, they'll throw down their other one right in front of it, behind it. So I'm going back and forth, back and back and forth. I'm like fuck, I got stuck into a loop. Because they saw the end of the portal, was like, let me throw one right here, and then like, I drive out the, the end, and they kind of go back. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? I'm stuck in a loop where I'm going back and forth, and that's what sometimes <laughs> we burn to get out of uh, fourth place. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, there's some bullshit stuff that's, they awesome. there that's pretty funny. Um, that's I, what try to play Chocobo GP in a portal game broke out. Yeah, basically that's what it was. Um, so it's it's not bad I, for what it is. I, I I enjoyed it. I if I hear more music. Uh, I might end up liking it more. I'm trying to figure out why uh, Spotify started playing. Uh, but um, you said music something, and it must have kicked it off. It probably did, yeah. Um, but uh, speaking it, of know, music, I got a I got a segue into our uh, wormhole of yesterday before Brant takes us home. Okay, okay. Whenever you're, uh, whenever you get close to being done. Yeah, I'm almost done here. Uh, but I mean, I, it's not that bad of a game. I mean, is I, it free to start? Free to play? Like, what is so, the if you want to play now, what do you get into? Oh, it's if you wanted, to, you could do the light mode, which is free, which I think just they use that to get bodies into the sixty-four person race. So I don't know what's included in there. That might just right. be people in there. And I think the digital copy is on sale until the thirty-first for half off. So it's like twenty-four ninety-nine. You can get the whole thing. So you could what do that. Get one. you over the light mode. You just you're not sure. That gets you the full game with adventure mode and practice races because i think that light mode is just strictly just to get bodies into the online portion of the game that way the online is not dead so right I, that's the biggest thing um we need players it, make it free it's not bad i mean if you enjoy uh, final fantasy music and final fantasy yeah anything i mean I, I was i mean the musics are bangers man I'm just, I'm, yeah everything i listen to is pretty good the only bad thing about it is like it only put me on big bridge and, and midgar that was like the two races out of the five i had to go they just kept circling those two I was like, damn, I, I didn't get to is see it like Splatoon in. where you only get a certain amount of matches and then it, it takes an hour I, or something to rotate. I, 
I don't know if it's because you know you have to unlock <clears throat> maps, or I, I didn't really go into details about like where what is available for me. Is that is it the limitation that I'm having because there's only so many people have the basic stuff, or right? I haven't gone that far into it yet. I don't know if I'll go that deep into it, man. But it, it's not bad. I mean, it's not a Mario Kart killer, but I mean, it's like if we were all together, I was like, I was like, yeah, let's throw it in there, fuck around with some chocolate Taco GP. I don't think I'm waking up at 2 p.m. and like, hey guys. <laughs> I'm gonna move for Taco Bell GP. Let's get on here and let's get these races done. You know, we're sitting there for five hours trying to grind. Get online, let's grind. Yeah, so we so we can buy our copy of Squall and his uh, fake ass car that somehow is a Final Fantasy VIII representation. But um, <laughs> I, I was like, how does this any of this Final Fantasy VIII? I, that that's I all that's in there for eight. So far, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think that's it for me. Um, I fuck around with so many games, man. We'll be here all day. That's the only thing yeah. I put a lot of time in there. So yeah, I'll get. I'll hand this off. One, what, real quick, Brant. One thing uh, we were messing around with uh, yesterday. My kids are noted fans of music games, right? Like Just Dance and Connect, specifically Connect games, Connect Sports, all this kind of stuff. So I recently, Goodwill found them uh, the Michael Jackson Experience, uh, which came out after he passed. Where is this? Brant's oh, like, gosh. where the hell is this going? Uh, I got them that, and like, there's one called Hip Hop Experience or something like that. So they ended up playing more Sonic Riders than anything, which is a whole level of. Uh, I was uh, I was forced to play Just Dance. I'm tired. So I sort of can cut a rug at some Just Dance now. So uh, we're we're firing up the Michael Jackson thing. I'm like, damn, I remember this for like PS3, Wii, I think. So Cesar dives into the Wikipedia page. Man, 360, PS3, Wii, DS, 3DS, PSP, Vita, PC. Is that the only one I'm missing? Yeah, yeah PC. Vita is the most expensive one. It's like 50 bucks. What? Yeah, Vita is like unreal. Yeah. So we start we start looking at it. I'm like, what the hell? What could they do with like this is a Just Dance thing? And that one was made by Ubisoft Montreal, the 360 one. So it's the it's one of the Assassin's Creed studios. I was like, holy shit. And I think the co- the thought occurred to us before we looked it up, like, could the DS one be like elite beat agents in any capacity? So we found one review <laughs> and the guy within 10 seconds of the video starting, the guy's like, if you're looking for elite beat agents with Michael Jackson music, this is the game. Specifically the DS one. I didn't look. Yeah. The 3DS one looks totally different. I didn't really check that one out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the DS one gets you like a chibi looking Michael Jackson. But anyways, it's it's twelve ninety six shipped on Amazon. So I think both Cesar and I will be discussing it next week. <laughs> it looked good. It's it's like 20 Michael Jackson songs, like good ones. Oh, my gosh. Elite yeah. Beat Agents. That Elite sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm sold, too, yeah. I'm in. I was like, shit, I'm in. The more I look at it, I was like, damn it. Because that, that was in that era of so many of those games coming out, right? Like, it just, it was on everything. I remember launch day when, and this was before, like, Vita and too far into Wii and PS3. Well, I guess I had, like, Xbox 360 uh, Wii, GameCube, I guess I had those crossovers, but you'd, a new game would come out and there'd be four copies of each game on each console. You're just, you're opening up nonstop cases to put them out on the shelf, but man, that, that Michael Jackson experience came out on a ton of shit, but the music sounded good on that 360 one. It's on PSP, man. You might want to get your um, e-boot loader from your, put, put your hat on. And be be a smooth criminal? Is that what you're Start suggesting? Sailing. On the Vita one? Yeah, on the PSP one. I kind of want to see what the PSP one plays on. I don't think I want to spend money on the PSP. There's no touch screen. <laughs> Maybe the Vita one's like uh, lead beat agents too, with better graphics. Oh, don't you dare do that! I don't know. There, don't you dare. Did you look at it? Oh, fuck. 
I'm looking at it now. <laughs> I, I will. I'm I gotta look at it now. dollars. I will spend the fifty dollars now. So this is what we uh, wormholed into yesterday, Brant. So I'm sure that seller on Amazon's like, "What the fuck? I'm sending two of these to some, somewhere in Georgia." <laughs> I haven't sold these a month in years. Yeah. I, I just sold two within 10 seconds. They're like, run the ad again, wherever it's at, run the ad he's, again. He's, he's pulling up his QuickBooks. He's like, sales are through the roof a thousand percent for Michael Jackson. <laughs> Send all your copies to the to the Atlanta location. <laughs> They're going through them like crazy. <laughs> we did that with, uh, oh God, we did that with a lot of games. Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, they sent us every copy in the district because we sold everyone we could get a hold of. Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, we were Shadow of the Colossus peddlers up there. <laughs> they were like, they're yep. selling that. They're selling that weird game. This forty bucks on PS2. Send it to them. Richard, we're safe. It's not. It's not like a lead agents. You have to flip the screen based off his hand movements. So you gotta go flip that way, flip this way. It's a little bit yeah. more. Uh, much more. <laughs> I flick my own it, hand it movements. Good, it, it looks good dancing. It looks just like him. He's like on Vita. Yeah. It, that's no elite beat agents. Visuals are visuals are impressive. I give you that much. Elite Beat Agents or uh, a Wendon. Yeah, I remember because we I was sitting there and talking to Richard. Richard's like, if it says Elite Beat Agents, I'm buying it now. That's what he told me <laughs> when I sent him the video. He said, if it says yeah. Elite Beat Agents, I'll buy it now. Within 10 minutes, he's like, if you're looking for Elite good. Beat Agents uh, with Michael Jackson music, this is it. I'm like, where, where, where can I fucking buy this at? I sent the video to Richard. I was like, look at the name. Look at the name. Adventures of Russell. Adventures of Russell. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Adventures of Russell YouTube account. We, we needed that. Yeah. <laughs> AOR Gaming. <laughs> Shout out to a friend of the show, AOR Gaming. <laughs> yeah, that's it for me. Uh, all right, mine's mine's pretty simple as well. Um, uh, Overwatch has its winter stuff going on. Um, Is it a mini thing like the Junkenstein thing? Yes. So there's several different game modes. There's... Um, like a 5v5 um, player, like a freeze thing. So instead of being eliminated, your character gets frozen and your teammates can thaw you out. And the first team to freeze all the opponents wins. And you do, you know, best of best of three on that. Um, so kind of like a... Uh... Kind of like that Halo mode where we turn into those orbs, and you can always be res, but there has to be somebody to res your orb or unfreeze yeah. you. In this case, I got you. Uh, on top of that, there's um, two different versions of a snowball fight. Uh, the first one is two teams of four, uh, and you play a character who uses um, ice powers uh, as her ability. And in uh, in this one, you only have snowballs. Um, in the 4v4, you basically, you have one-shot snowballs, but there's, like, little piles of snow everywhere, and you can go and, like, fill your gun back up. Uh, you can still use her abilities, which uh, she can basically icicle herself, encase herself in ice, which uh, would protect her from a snowball hit, mm -hmm. uh, or she can make a giant ice wall. But everybody's um, this character? Everybody's this character, 4v4, um, one shot, one kill, best of three eliminations. Nice. Uh, and her her ultimate move in this one, um, nor you is like Elf when he made all his snowballs <laughs> and he's like, oh. basically, basically, yes. Uh, when you do her ultimate in this game mode, it just 
gives you unlimited snowballs for an amount of time. So you just sit there and pop, 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 pop. So, um, the other version of that, uh, is actually a eight, eight player free for all kind of like battle Royale style. Uh, in that mode, you can actually stockpile up to three snowballs. Um, and added to that, you can even catch snowballs. So there is that a been, timing thing. You just have to like yes. put it at the yeah. right time. Defend. So, um, it's it's normally just the melee button, but yeah, if you melee in that game mode, she'll like raise her hand up, and if you know it puts it up there for like a second, and then she puts it down. So if they fire any time in that animation when her hands nice. up, she catches it. So I've been in I've been in a match where I shoot somebody, they catch it, they shoot it back at me, I catch it, and we just go back and forth for a couple times. Crazy. Uh, it adds to it. it. It's fun. It's it's really really fun. Um, that mode sounds good. They do they do fun stuff with this. I might have to check that out. And I I want to say it's best. It's like first to twenty kills or something like that. Um, and you were saying the, on this one you can run out of snowballs, right? So you could have somebody who's like biding their time or catching them, and they're they have they yeah, have you, the ammo, you can, and nobody else has the well, ammo. Well, yeah. Well, you can stockpile three, and there's okay. just there's little piles of snow, and you so just you can refill. go replenish. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, and same thing is if you use her, if you charge the, uh, the ultimate move, then you just have unlimited snowballs. Uh, and then the last one is Yeti Hunter, where it is, uh, again, five of that same character. Uh, the, uh, she has her normal, like freezing powers though, cause she either like basically blows, uh, it's almost like liquid, liquid nitrogen, or you can basically uh, shoot an icicle out of her gun. Mm. Uh, and you guys are hunting uh, a Yeti, uh, who is the... You've probably seen him. He's the, he's the giant like uh, gorilla guy, but they have him skinned and themed to look like a Yeti. Uh, so the Yeti hunters, you have a stock of five lives. If the Yeti knocks out those five stocks, the Yeti wins, or survives the time limit, the Yeti wins. Okay. Uh, the Yeti's health bar is at the top. If the hunters hunt down the Yeti and deplete his life, the hunters win. Uh, the Yeti, also, there's, like, uh, these big T-bone stakes that'll, like, appear in certain areas of the map. And uh, you collect five of those stakes... And you basically go into like your berserk mode, which you do a, a heck of a lot more damage as just, the Yeti. Yeah, you're just like swinging your arms back and forth, and you can leap in on them, and so it that becomes you know basically your uh, best way to defend. Um, and that one that can be extremely fun as well. Um, doing all good. of doing all of these game modes, uh, there's. I want to say there's eight challenges that are specific to those. And if you at least do six of them, you unlock a special uh, like winter themed skin for a specific character. But if you do, you know, one of them, you know, it might unlock like um, a winter themed spray or something like this, this or that for, you know, depending on which other. Uh, which of the challenges you do, but we've had a lot of a lot of fun playing with those. Those sound good. 
Um, they seem to get like the the Halloween one is the only one I played, but this is like Halloween's a fun good. holiday hangout. Hit up your friends while you're at home and play this type stuff. And with it being cross platform, you know anybody that you know has one of the things yep. and can get on there with you. So they really seem to be onto it with this one. I, and they got past the we joked about the rocky start, but it sounds like they've hit their stride with it. Yeah, it's actually been doing pretty good. Uh, all, is the whole fam playing this one? These modes? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, snowballs at the Yeti. That one sounds like my kind of jam. I feel like I want to get in and do some runs of that. That one's real good. I think you've got mm, seven or eight days left to get on there and, and play some of those. Gotcha. Do they give you? Does that go towards your like seasonal thing or? Um. Yeah. Well, you can. You still have like daily challenges and things like that. So, um, usually one of the daily challenges win a match. So if you if you are playing one of those game modes and you win, that'll hit one of those dailies and completing the dailies. Uh, I think you, all you have to do is complete three of the dailies and you unlock, or it uh, gives you points toward the battle pass. Is how it works now. But it goes towards like the regular battle pass. Like yes, yes. It's very cool. Sounds um, good. I'm glad you guys are digging Overwatch. I think you're going to be talking about it on our year in re- review show. <laughs> yeah. Might be one of your titles, your famous titles. Uh, yesterday. I booted up Christmas Nights. Uh, I, I saw the picture on Instagram. It looked good. And I, it, it had me type in the date and everything. And so if you look at that picture, you it will actually say December 25th of 2023. <laughs> As the good Lord intended, a year ahead of time. Uh, Christmas Nights is... No, oh, 2023. I said 2023, didn't I? Mm-hmm. You skipped ahead. You're taking us ahead to the year of our Lord. It's the new. Well, I'm dreaming. I wasn't questioning, questioning anything. Yeah, like, oh, we're going. Hey, just um, I'll save the same episode for the end of the year next year. We talk about be talking about Halo, Overwatch, and Christmas nights. Christmas nights. Uh, and Chocobo GP. Yeah, it's still on there. <laughs> uh, it's it's the same as as nights. Uh, it's just as good as game, just with that different coat of paint. Uh, Christmas skin. Christmas music. Uh, in there. Uh, it's. That's a good-ass time. Nights is a damn Nights. good game. I have Christmas Nights. I haven't played it in 25 years. Pop I it in. To break that one out. Pop it in. I should. I think, I think you'll like it. Uh, and lastly, um, uh, another game that I started playing, I think, toward the end of last week uh, was Parasite Eve. Uh, because the... Strictly because the game literally opens up uh christmas eve so you start off in the opera house or something right, right yes after that? yeah you're yes, playing on ps1 i'm playing on the vita vita but uh that is a good ass game oh my gosh my favorites <laughs> uh i've Just it's one of those and then you're like what the fuck did they do yeah i was about to say i've, <laughs> I've heard a lot uh i've heard two it kind of goes off the rail kind of conforms more of to like the resident evil uh style uh and is not as not as great and then three apparently uh is really kind of off the rails 
and uh, is kind of is uh, very very different. Yeah, I've heard it's it's decent as is, is if if you think about it as it's kind of a standalone action game. It's not a bad it's not a bad game, but as a whole, if you're looking at it as a Parasite Eve game, it's very odd. Um, but as far as this first Parasite Eve game, um, it is very, very good. And aside from the, uh, polygonal models of the characters, um, and the jank that kind of comes with polygonal characters of that Mm -hmm. time, uh, everything else in this game actually looks really freaking good. Um, the backgrounds, um, the CGI, uh, cutscenes and things like that, of course, kind of show the age of that time, but they still actually look really good. Um, a lot of the animations, because uh, the main character, Anna, uh, Aya Brea, is a NYPD officer, and there's a lot of getting from point A to point B in a police car that's done in in engine ps2 it's not like a cutscene or anything and a lot of the the motion and the actions and the the conversations that happen in the car and everything going around as the car's driving all of that looks really really good and it was one of those things it did come out what fall of uh 1998 i want to say so I mean, I guess later in the PS1's life, but not like super, a, super late. I think it was the same year it came out with Xenogears, because I remember getting Xenogears that summer. The um, Parasites of the Eve still? Yes. Mm-hmm. 1998, September 9th, 1998. Yes. And I, just, I, was, I was saying how, how blown away I am uh, at the, the backgrounds and the, the visuals, um, cutscenes and things like that still just look amazing. Um, but oh, yes. music Yoko Shimomura. Oh yeah, and the the music too. Um, so short rundown: if you've never played Parasite Eve, uh, like I said, Ayabrea, she doesn't know a lot about her past. Uh, you start off the game, like I said, uh, Christmas Eve night. Uh, some dude has, I guess, pestered you into into going on a date, so you uh, are going to the opera. You go into the opera, um, things are normal until they aren't. One of the opera singers does her little solo, and people just start spontaneously combusting. Um, everybody That's such a ex- cool F&B, too. Oh my gosh, yeah, it was. Um, and everyone except for like you and your boyfriend um, have burst into flames. Uh, you tell him to uh, get out because he's freaking out. Uh, and somehow you have in your inventory, you've you've brought your uh, baton and your pistol to the opera. So you rush the stage and confront this mysterious woman calling herself Eve. Uh, and you fight with her. And then the rest of the game pretty much goes on from that. Uh, you progress through different days. Um, Eve is essentially, I wouldn't say spreading up. She's not spreading a, like a plague or anything. She's basically forcing things to evolve around her because it's, 
it's 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 really an odd story. It's about like mitochondria evolving and taking over as like the the main cells of the body and evolving things. So uh, that's the other thing is there's lots of uh, they're not FMV cutscenes, but they're you know like PS one cgi cutscenes mm-hmm. of of these normal things like rats or dogs or things transforming into these grotesque beasts uh and <laughs> those are pretty crazy and graphic um and again still hold up yeah still still uh, trigger the <laughs> imagination you're like oh 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 my gosh you need to stream some of this. I would watch some Par- Parasite Eve. I didn't get very far into the game. I am, I have just started day four, and I believe there are six days. So it's it's one of those things where when I was when I was looking up stuff on it, apparently at the time it wasn't um greatly received, and in in fact, some people criticized it for being too short of a game. Um, but you know, I mean, Square Enix is like turning out these RPG epics, so yeah, we're expecting. But, but this was also the time where um Square Enix was actually taking a chance on different things like Parasite Eve, Experimental cool Vagrant shit. Story, Chocobo Racing, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all these all these different really great games. Einhander, um, Einhanda. The the battle system is one of those that it it's both bad and good at the same time. It's it's really hard to 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 explain. So to to do anything with uh, Aya, Aya, uh, you have to go into a menu. Uh, and like manually reload. There's not like a reload button. Uh, if you are, you assign in, the weapon, the ammo, or something like that. Yeah, right? you have to like manually reload it by like going in there, hitting reload, and pushing down uh, in order to tell it how many bullets you want to, you know, put back in the gun. Um, she will actually reload during a fight, but it wastes time. Uh, and opens you up to an attack because um, think of random encounters from like Final Fantasy seven or, or or any of the Final Fantasies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more action oriented. So you can actually move around them. Um, you have basically like three different bars. You have a um, like a time attack bar that fills up and once it's full all the way, you can take your action. Uh, your HP, and then your Parasite Energy, which basically acts as your MP. But that also refills over time in battle if you if you use some of your um, powers, which are kind of your standard uh, heal, barrier, um, slow, and things like that. Uh, and you get, as you level up, you can, you get more of those. So... What is that in the story, the parasite points or whatever? Is that just what the mitochondria in you or something like that? Is? Yeah, so so upon, upon your first meeting with Eve, <clears throat> she alludes to that you should know her, that your mitochondria are, are, are beginning to awaken. And at this point, 
Aya doesn't know what's going on. She understands that she she's like, why do I have? Why can't I use these powers? Why you know? Well, she why didn't can explode. I fight so you? that's yeah yeah. <clears throat> but none of that has been explained up to this point. She keeps having like random flashbacks, but it's just her in a hospital as as a child. So gotcha. Um. And the the other thing is you basically uh, all you all of your guns and everything have have an effective range. So when you uh, when you go to use your firearm um, or baton, um, the baton, of course, you have to be like really close to the to the to the enemy. Uh, otherwise, there basically is like this dome shaped grid that appears around um, Aya and. Uh, if you're in range of enemies, you can actually move. There's like a red cursor that'll pop up and you can choose this enemy or this enemy as long as they're within your range and you can fire at them. Um, you know, guns may do one fire. They may do a burst of like, you know, two or, or something like that. Uh, you can get different mods eventually to, you know, add capacity to your guns. You get bonus parasite uh, or, or just bears, what was it? Just bonus points, I guess. I think it was that you can upgrade your um, uh, your your capacity for for different guns or your. Do you do you find those upgrades, or, or do you get them by experience? You can find uh, certain upgrades. There's certain like defense upgrades or things like that. You can um, scrap old equipment. With uh, with tools and basically take the upgrades off old equipment, add it to your new stuff. So this um, is crafting. Oh yeah, it's it's actually pretty ahead of its time. Um, like I said, there there's some bad because some of the of the battles you'll get into wind up happening in very close quarters. There was one where I was literally on a chariot, like riding through Central Park. Um, as one does and and I mean it's it's a tiny tiny little freaking square and you have to like really get into a specific one corner or another and you have to know where those attacks are coming or else you're just going to take that damage Um, and and there's a couple things like that where you just it winds up forcing you into uh, an area for the fight and it winds up being really cramped so just about no matter what you're going to do you're going to take a cheap hit um, but I'm, I'm actually thoroughly enjoying this game. It's a, it's a, it's a great game. Parasite Eve. I know it's always mentioned as like, we need a new one or we need remasters or make it available in some service <laughs> that we yeah. might or might not be paying for anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, square, uh, squares track record. They'll make it available. Um, you know, physical for $85 <laughs> for, you know. 24 hour period. Oh wait, no, it's already sold out. It's gone. Sorry. Parasite Eve collection with third birthday. Oh, third birthday. It's so love or hate. I hear people who love it. And that's what I was telling Cesar. I've I've heard is if you look at it just objectively as a action game. Yeah. um, It's not bad. If you look at it with the whole of, Parasite Eve, it's not right. that great, but I have all of them digitally, which you can still get via PS3. 
So you can pay legitimate money for legitimate copies. Yep. Parasite Eve sounds good. Anything else, Brent? Oh, uh, that's it. Said he brought us home. You guys got anything else you want to add? No. Nope. Get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us this week. We will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios. Oh, 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 oh,